0: You're now listening to pre-gaming with Polly
1: mm, Good good.
2: Oh, it is good and that means we're back. With the newest episode, it's season two, it's not, it's not season one anymore, that's, that's the past, that's the old me, that's the old us, and we would never do that anymore, we're back with season two, we're feeling good, we're feeling strong, Mike, thoughts? We're fe- Thumbs up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, l- a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts, so thoughts of this week, last week we had an election, we had Sean Brenning on. He was running for mayor of Howell Township, and it was in the news, our guest. This week, I'm going to introduce the guest, but staying on the same topic, in the news, we got Veterans Day coming up, slash Marine Corps birthday, and our guest this week is my friend, Billy Stamato. Billy, say hi to the guests, or the, the people. What's the going
0: fans. on? Thanks
2: for having Welcome.
1: me. Oh, and and background on Sean, so as of... <laughs> As oh, did of, Sean uh, win? No, as <laughs> of election night, he had 80 votes, but it wasn't that was when uh, the voting was finalized of who won. They would give him a final count at the end. But as of that night, it was 80. And but Billy, what,
2: Billy's here now. <laughs> I bet you three of those votes are because of that episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good percentage. Free gamer with Paulie sways the Howell mayor election. It's the bump. It's called the pre-gaming bump. It's, we, we can influence election within 02 percentage of a point. <laughs> <laughs> Any election. I
0: remember, I remember that the next time I, I, I run for mayor.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anytime you
1: need to. You got you to gotta come <laughs> back on. But uh, why we have Billy on today is Veterans Day. And Billy uh, and me went to boot camp together in the Marines back a little over nine years ago now and um a long time uh we (laughs) got out of the marines the same day and now we joined the army together the same day so he's uh he's a nice old veteran here so yeah
0: hey billy what was this
2: guy like
0: um
2: what was this guy mike like in boot camp
0: yeah it's it's funny because we we were like you said we were in boot camp together and we slept next to each other like his bunk was next to mine and uh we like me, him. Who else was there? It was, uh, was it Tom, that kid Tommy from, yeah,
1: my, my bunk name was Chase. Chase was from yeah, Alabama. Okay,
0: yeah. Yep, yep. So it was like me, Mike, a kid from Ohio and a kid from Alabama. And, uh, and obviously me and Mike kind of had a connection because we were both from Jersey. And, um, yeah, he was, he was always just funny. You know, he was somebody that like you can relate to because we're from the <laughs> same area and he always had like this, like, Happy go lucky mood during a time where like life is pretty shitty. Like boot camp obviously is not a good time. That doesn't um, sound
2: like him. Are you sure you're not confusing yeah. him with this
0: Tommy <laughs> fellow? Yeah. <laughs> <This> Tommy <fella. laughs> but uh, but no, it was it was it was always like a, a brighten your day type of person during uh, during a time where there's there wasn't very many bright parts of a day. Um, and then like even after boot camp, we just kind of ended up getting stationed at the same base, so we we stayed in touch. Um, we hung out, you know, a decent amount of times, um, especially, like, when we both got to our units, like, when we really didn't know anybody, like, know what to do on the weekends. We'd be like, hey, let's go to the mall and, and <laughs> watch a movie <laughs> or something, some, like, dumb boot shit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then here we are, like, stayed in contact all these years and ended up joining the National Guard together the same day. So um, pretty, pretty crazy how our paths kind of just aligned over time.
1: Yeah, down in North Carolina one of the times we hung out, we actually uh for our Jersey Shore fans, there was a there was a little club in town that their guest that night was The Unit, which was Mike the Situations <laughs> friend, like best friend in like season 5 or something like that. So, so me and me and Billy went to go meet The Unit. We have two pictures with him. Yeah. I never even watched that season 2. I didn't even know who he was.
0: I completely forgot about that until you just brought hooligans. That plays hooligans.
1: Hooligans, correct. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Like the only 18 and up club in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, with like a – there's probably like one chick for every 25 dudes inside there. It's, <laughs> it's pretty insane and you, place.
2: <laughs> and you know that like getting the unit – whoever he is to do like an <laughs> appearance there that was like a big get you
0: know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. It, it's like the most uncanny weird guest you can possibly think of like now that you look back on it but um yeah that was a funny night and i do still have that picture somewhere i have to now i have yeah. to go dig it yeah That's a good oh, one man.
1: good time there's another that that town has it's like a ghost town it's only military outside nothing happens just military kids getting in trouble for the most part but the one uh like rap star that i remember coming was um all gold everything trinidad james came uh. <laughs> to a show in a hole in the wall bar um uh, back you know right after the song came out and he literally didn't go on until 1:30 in the morning he did all gold everything and walked off stage he was there <laughs> for days <laughs> he was on stage for 5 minute stops like did the song literally the first time people saw him was that song and he walked out. <laughs> it was mean, fucking there was a, like, like there that, was a
0: lot of like, there was a lot of like, what you want? Yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of cool like porn stars you could meet at like uh, the local um, gentlemen's clubs. I remember like yeah. Toby's uh, right outside of Camp Geiger. There they always had like porn stars come and do like appearances there. So I mean, you couldn't really meet anybody super famous, but if you wanted to meet like a porn star, you had a pretty good,
1: uh, pretty good opportunity to do to do it there. And they had all the big names. You know that town was yeah. like high on the list of like strippers and stuff. Going yeah, the I, night. I, I,
0: I met, I met at Toby's one time. I think I met um, Alexis Texas the one night, nice. which was That's a big, uh, a big moment. A big, big moment for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> if like we're comparing her to like the unit, she's definitely more like a Pauly <laughs> D type character. You know, she's yeah, definitely yeah, a main exactly. character in the series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the main
2: character in Pornhub series. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep.
2: Is there, is there any part of, like, I guess not necessarily that whole era of you guys knowing each other, but, like, of boot camp specifically that you miss in some way? Or was it all just, like, shitty and there's no part of um, it that you kind of miss?
0: It, it's funny. Like, you look back on it now and, like, we were, what, like, 18? I was 18 in boot camp. Fresh out of high school. Um, I miss like that time where I had nothing to worry about in life. Like I, I didn't have, like, I think I, I was in a relationship. I had a girlfriend, but that was like the only thing that like I gave a shit about at the time. Like I was like, I don't have a mortgage. I don't have bills. I don't have a, a house to pay for. Like, I don't, I don't, I just have to be here and listen to what this guy tells me to do. Like sweet, like, and I'm getting paid. Um, so you just didn't have to worry about anything like at that time. And it, it was like at the time you were stressed. But like now as you get older and you have a lot more responsibilities, you, you start to realize like, fuck, like that was a really simple, simple time in my life.
1: <clears throat> I look back at, at boot camp as as shitty as it was um, and like the stress and you don't get to do anything. It's basically being in prison, but worse because you're just standing all day. You can't even sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like just miserable. But as as shitty as it is, when you have, like, 10 minutes to talk to each other and, like, make fun of what just happened, like, I was always trying to just, you know, keep keep that mood up. And those times, like, when you're all in shit together and then there's, like, a 10-minute laugh and then back to shit, those 10 minutes are really, like, get you through, you know? So it's, like, the yeah. little times that really make, you know, being in shit with all your friends, it's still a little bit more fun than just being in shit, you know? So yeah. I always think the the knit group that we had, you know, next to each other, like it was you can laugh at all the stupid shit that happened and those yeah. were nice times. Like I don't miss those times, but like I miss the like 10 minutes of clarity we had at a point that was like really fun and then it would just go back.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, and I always tell people like boot camp at, at when you when you finished and you went on with your, you know, your career in the Marine Corps, I always thought that boot camp was honestly like the easiest part of my marine corps career like as as a whole um because like as i went on through my my four years like i had way 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 shittier times in the marine corps after boot camp than during boot camp like it it it, by a long shot obviously me and you had different mos's we worked in different um jobs but um I I was way more miserable after boot camp I think than <laughs> during boot camp, for sure, for sure. Yeah.
2: Now is this true or untrue? I had a friend who did, uh, who went through basic training, uh, with the army, and he said that at the beginning, they gave him some sh- kind of shot in or something that feels like peanut butter it's, it's your your like ass. peanut butter go or your ass and your then he ass. and then he was speculating that that shot makes you like it like suppresses your hormones so like you don't get a boner for three months true or no, not- and then and then he also <laughs> speculated they put something in the gatorade to make it like that's- that see i don't know
1: how so the peanut butter shot is-, is into your ass and it hurts to sit down for like a week afterwards i didn't my ass is too fat and
0: not hurt my ass
1: but everyone <laughs> complained I'll take it's a sh- your first like in processing bill it? was it like the what first day or something I
0: don't know it's, it's, I, it's, I forget what it's for but it it is it is like a, a legitimate vaccination for something and I can't remember what it is um but yeah something it, about, it's something about
1: you you have 80 people that now live in one room together so there's everyone gets sick like bill didn't you have like pneumonia I, I did I had pneumonia really for a week yeah, yeah. Like it was joking? like, uh, yeah, the first week, because oh, there's so I many people, sucks. it's yeah. east coast of the Mississippi, every state gets put in, so we had people, Alabama, Ohio, New Jersey, everyone, you know, so you're just bringing so many different, you know, areas together, and everyone gets sick, it's fucking awful. Uh, yeah. So Yeah, they give you a bunch of shots, like the first day, you just get injections, like walking through. You, like, walk through, and there's, like, nurses on either side of you, like, sticking both arms, and, like, then the peanut butter shot. But the Gatorade, I don't know how true it is because I see things that debunk it, but there is something to be said that you do not get boners in boot camp <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, I, I, dis- I disagree because I... Definitely, I didn't get boners like just like walking around, like, oh, I love, wow, I just got a boner. Like, <laughs> I, I never, I never, this is actually a funny story. Like, I never had a wet dream in my life growing up. Like, I know, like, when you're young, like, you'll have like a wet dream, like, and you'll wake up and you got like, you know, splooge in your pants or something. <laughs> yes. And I never had that growing up. And then in boot camp one morning or one, I remember I was having a really vivid dream about, you know, and I woke up and I was like, oh fuck, like what, what just happened? And you know, uh, when you, when you're sleeping in boot camp, there's a fire watch. There's like a guy that walks around make sure that nothing crazy is going on, like inside your, uh, your bay where you live. And as it gets closer to the time you're supposed to wake up, They'll yell out, like, 10 minutes to lights, 10 minutes to lights, yeah. 10 minutes to lights. Like, notifying everybody that's sleeping, like, hey, the lights are coming on in 10 minutes. Get ready to wake up. And as I woke up and noticed this mess in my pants, the
2: mm-hmm. firewatch
0: yelled, one minute to lights, one minute to lights, one minute to lights. And I had, like, a fucking panic attack. I was like, oh, my God, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, what do I do? What do I do? So like, I hopped out of bed and I, like, grabbed a dirty pair of, um, like, skivvy shorts, which are, like, the shorts you sleep in out of my laundry bag and like threw them on and like took the disgusting ones off and threw them in there and like managed to do like a quick swap in like 10 seconds. And I was baffled the rest of the day. I was like, what the fuck just happened? What happened? <laughs> and then like, come to think of it out on the road, I'm like, I think I had a wet dream. <laughs> so wow. I don't know about the boner thing. Cause obviously <laughs> that happened in like week five or six or something like that. So I, wow. I don't know.
1: And you're there for 90 days for people that are curious. It's 90 days. Yeah. I uh, I will say I didn't jerk off one time. I didn't have a boner one time in those ninety days. And this is at peak. This is eighteen years old. I am <laughs> a firm believer at there was so, I look. You're really busy, and when you get to bed, you're exhausted. You literally put your head on the pillow, you fall asleep, and until those guys start screaming it in the morning, I, then you wake up. So there's that factor into it that you're not even like thinking of it, I guess. But yeah, you don't think I, about it. I didn't have anything for ninety days, and it still blows my mind. <laughs> to
0: think a, about. a couple, a couple of days before we graduated, though, uh, I went into the bathroom and uh, and and slapped one off. Um, I remember this. Like in my yeah, and I was like bragging about it. Like I just had sex with a girl. Yeah. I was, like Yo, you guys, did. I guess what I guess what I just did. Like I jerked <laughs> off I like I knew I was seeing my girlfriend at the time on graduation day, and I was like, I need to like. Prepare myself some way for you know what's gonna happen and uh and I went to the bathroom, and nobody was in there and I was like, Well, when Rome and uh <laughs> it was pretty pretty insane
1: <laughs> i re- the one story that comes to mind right off the like the first time I think of you in boot camp is so in the last week of boot camp, you get freedom like the whole time in boot camp, you don't get a chance to go to the bathroom on your own there's a scheduled time that everyone goes to the bathroom that everyone, so there's always other people in there. Your final week, you're considered like a marine, and you get you're you're allowed to yourself and everything all that stuff. So, I just remember Billy coming up to me and sitting down at his Footlocker because that's like your one hour off at the end of the day, and him telling everybody he just jerked off because he wanted to see his girlfriend or what he sees his girlfriend. He doesn't want it to be the first time, and I was just like, I think I'm good. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. Go. <laughs> I just remember laughing at like that's a that's a it makes sense, but like. I, I'm not I'm not doing anything after graduation. <laughs> Can do that. Yeah, and actually. like in
0: the, and in the and for, for people to like get an idea, like inside the bathrooms, like where the where the shitters are, there's no like dividers in between the the. there's no stalls. It's just toilets. So like it's not like I had any privacy even if somebody walked in. Like if somebody were to walk in, I would have been like, Oh you know, like <laughs> fuck So like it was kinda like uh exhilarating, like an adrenaline rush. Like, man, I hope somebody <laughs> doesn't walk in, like
1: yeah yeah i definitely took a couple of shit staring in billy's eyes a few
0: times
1: (laughs) it's a weird time
2: the thing with with the shorts i like you had to change your shorts really quick what what would have been the like ramifications if they caught you with like you know what could you even say (laughs) like
0: yeah and the funny thing is it's like when you wake up The first thing you do when you wake up is the lights come on and everybody jumps out of bed and you all stand on this line in front of your, your, your bunk at the position of attention as the drill instructors just walk down one by one and they count everybody and make sure everybody's there. So I would have just been standing there at the position of attention, which is like standing straight up with your hands down at your sides, as the drill instructors are walking by, literally looking at everybody in the face. And they would have probably stared right at me and just looked right at my shorts and probably just fucking... I don't know. I don't know what you would say as a drill instructor if you, I mean, they've had to have seen it before, I'm sure. Yeah. I probably, I'm sure I wasn't, wouldn't have been the first person. Um, but I, I wouldn't even know how to explain it if they were like, what the fuck is that? I would have been like, ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just woke up like this. You the know, other
1: thing is, I, Bill, do you remember across from us online, a couple of kids pissed themselves and got online with their entire shorts soaking wet? Yeah, I don't remember yeah. if you know who stood across from us, but yeah. Kern for- John Kern. Kern's pissed himself. Another New Jersey kid. Um yeah. Uh, sleeping. I, yeah, so before you go to bed too, you're forced to hydrate and you have to drink a whole canteen. So you have a How full big bladder. Is a canteen? Uh what are you, 32 like, ounces? Maybe, I don't even know.
0: Yeah, 32 ounces, I think. 32
1: ounces. Um, so you generally wake up in the middle, of, and I remember so many times I would wake up in the middle of the night to run to the bathroom and piss and then go back to sleep. Or I would have a lot of dreams right before I got up of, like, peeing in your dream, and you know, yeah. oh, shit, you got to wake up. And I never peed myself there, but so many kids online, out of the 80, I'm sure, a quarter of them at least, there were so many times you get up in the morning. You always got up at 4 a.m. too. And there was always people just straight up pissed themselves.
0: Yeah, so. people like standing online, like just yeah. rocking back and forth. Like, fuck, I have to piss so bad. I have to piss so bad.
1: What? <laughs> <sighs> we could get into what are we drinking? Let's do it. All right. I'll go first. In honor of of Billy coming on, he's the one who taught me this. And I've done this drink on the podcast before. But he's the one who taught me the drink, so I bought it again for him. I got pink Whitney here. Oh, nice! And I'm mixing it with the uh, the the Bud Light Seltzer Black Cherry. You know what's funny
2: is that your screen is like blurred. So when you you, and when you held up the Bud Light Seltzer, it looked like it was blurred because like they're not a sponsor or something, (laughs) you know.
1: But uh, yeah, I call it the Whitney Houston. But Billy taught me that drink.
0: So. It actually is called the proper name is a Fizz nasty, uh, uh, based off of the guy from the Spit and Chickwoods podcast who who made the drink up. So, but I like. Yeah, we'll rock with that though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my uh, my 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 classic Bud Light crisp. Still just trying to burn through them. It's one of those things where like, I feel like I keep reaching in, and every time I pull one out, like three more reappear in there. Because I cannot <laughs> fucking go through these for the fucking life of me. Dude, um, honestly, what's your review on them? Do you like them? These, not as good as a normal Bud Light, not as good as a Budweiser, but better than other comparable, other comparable better than low-calorie e. beers. Yeah. yeah.
1: But so I kind of hate all those. They're all fucking not good. Yeah. I've been to four liquor stores in the past week trying to find Bud Crisp. Because I, I just really? want to try it, and I have yet to find it.
2: The liquor i found like it by suck. accident.
1: Yeah. All right, Billy, what are you drinking?
2: I
0: have uh, just your regular old Bud Light. Oh. Now that's it's good. Keeping it simple. keeping it easy. <laughs> I have a ton of these. I just have, like, a fuck ton of these in my fridge. So, that's just... And plus, I have to go out to dinner later, so or else I probably would be doing like some Pink Whitney, but I can't get like too, too fucked up.
2: Well then, let's do this week in dude news.
0: This week in dude news.
2: Okay, you want me to start it? Yeah, you what start. It. Thing. Okay, here we go. The title is. College students at university in Bali permitted to pay their tuition with coconuts. <laughs> pretty, pretty fucking sweet deal, right? College students at a university in Teglalang, Bali. Shout out to me for nailing that pronunciation first try. Are being allowed to pay their tuition fees with coconuts. Venus One Tourism Academy has come up with a solution for their students that have been unable to pay their tuition fees due to the pandemic. The college has found a way to empower their student entrepreneurship skills while being able to pay their tuition at the same time. That's a much nicer way than, being, than what it really is of, hey, pay your fucking tuition with coconuts. <laughs> We're empowering our students to use their entrepreneurship skills. Or you're just letting them pay with fucking coconuts. Um, one of their officials said that they're, uh, the students are able to bring coconuts that are being used to harvest virgin coconut oil at the school. At first, we began an installment program to pay their tuition fees, but now we've become even more flexible. We're producing virgin coconut oil, and we try to get them involved during the production process by paying their tuitions with only coconuts. So it looks like this school is also in in the coconut oil business (laughs) and they're essentially like trading (laughs) hey you work for us by giving us coconuts and you could come to school for free see but on the other hand why don't they just say hey you could work like we we could set up a program where, where you work for us in harvesting coconuts and we'll pay you money and then if they want they could use that money towards tuition like why does it have to be on a per coconut basis and how much is one <laughs> coconut worth is one coconut a dollar is it is it equal one coconut per dollar
1: one coconut per like 10 minutes of class mm, see now there's an they idea. Should just trade that in
2: i think it's not only coconuts payment in the form of coconuts moringa leaves and go to cola leaves i don't know what either of those are but you could use it to pay wow now where is this at? This is in Bali. Bali. Which is like is Bali in the Caribbean? Am I is that am I stupid if I don't know where Bali is? Oh no, it's in, it's in Indonesia.
0: It's oh, not the yeah, Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I feel like getting coconuts down
2: or it's a pretty hard job, right? I feel like you climb I feel like you definitely got to break your ass a little bit to get yeah. enough especially enough coconuts to put a dent in a college tuition. We're talking like hundreds of thousands (laughs) of coconuts
1: yeah i don't know have you seen that that video i think it went viral on barstool where like a guy was like in a tree and i think he cut something out and it starts like rocking back and forth and the guy's on the top of it i feel like that was a coconut tree no did you see this video no have you not. heard about this one yet have you seen this one
0: <laughs>
1: no <laughs> never mind okay the viewers at home comment in the section below
2: if you've seen this video i'm talking about uh, i'll, I'll tell, tell you what it. it's definitely not as easy as getting like a blueberry or apples yeah or an apple yeah
1: what if like ruckers lets you work at delicious orchards for like a
2: semester to pay i would do it i would, I would do pick
1: it some apples
2: <laughs> yeah, but like I, where it really loses me is that they're doing this because they have a coconut oil business, but instead of like paying the money to give them coconuts, they're just using it for that. Like why if you're going to if you're going to be giving them some sort of reward for getting coconuts, why not just give them money for them and then they could use that to pay the tuition.
1: Because the money, if they did, chose to take the money and not go to school with the money, then they're losing money. They're already paying the teachers. So if you tell the kids, you're basically telling the kids to work for free and the teachers are already in the class. I'm just allowing them to go into the class. They're not really losing any money. They're getting services. Come on, Paul. This is business. There's something fishy
2: about this, about this coconut oil scam here. You to I'm not Rutgers buying into this school? Yet. Did you go to Rutgers Business School? Or did you go to? I, well, Rutgers... I didn't take coconuts one hundred and one yet, Mike. That's, that's next semester.
1: <laughs> bill, did you go to Rutgers Business School?
0: I did the not. Economics
2: of coconuts.
1: Are I know you went to Rutgers, but
0: I did go to Rutgers for a semester. Yeah. That was cool.
2: <laughs> that GI cool. Bill. Mm-hmm. That's my good news. I mean, I think it's. What? Uh, like, I, th- I think it's noteworthy that coconut stocks are up. <laughs> In that weed stock game.
1: Oh, you mean MJ? MJ An and C G. Bill, are you in the stocks game?
0: I'm not, but all my friends are, and I feel like really left out, and they all talk about it all the time, and I'm just like, yeah.
1: You see, I, I always thought, like, just my guess would you would be in it. Like, you seem like that guy. I don't know. No, no. Yeah.
0: Sport, I, if, if sports betting is a stock, then I'm in that. But, I mean, you can kind like of no, stock trading.
1: Yeah, I mean, me and Paul are, are in the DraftKings stocks, so <laughs> it's kind of They're the same. paying us the gamble now. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: I'm making money off of making or giving them money. I make money back.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Okay, but here's my, uh, I was about to say DraftKings news. Here's my dude news. Um, Washington State Cat hitches 2,500 mile ride to Alaska. On November six, a Washington State couple, uh, couple's cat, went on an incredible journey. He wandered into a shipping container and ended up at a Home Depot store, two thousand five hundred miles away in Alaska.
2: That fucking sucks. For that <laughs> cat, <dude. laughs> Damn.
0: Christina, <laughs>
1: Christina and Josh said their tuxedo cat, Panda, wandered away from their uh, home, and they spent more than a week searching the neighborhood, posting alerts online in hopes of finding their wayward pet. The couple were shocked when they posted uh, a photo uh, to a Seattle Lost Pets group on Facebook, and it revealed that Panda has turned up at a Home Depot store in Kanaya, I don't know, some town. It turned out that Panda had apparently hitched a ride in a mail truck or similar vehicle and ended up in a trans uh, transit center in Rochester, Washington. So it went from Washington to Alaska, 2,500 miles away. Uh, an employee at the stock uh, store took Panda to a location, uh, a veterinarian, where they put a microchip in it, and they received uh, whose pet it was, and they flew it home. So that's a feel-good story of the
2: week. And that's a movie with Matthew McConaughey playing the voice of the cat, <laughs> like without a doubt.
1: What I want to say is, if say you were working, I don't know, this is me. If I'm working at some kind of shipping yard or I don't know, whatever, you're receiving big palcons of of materials and a cat runs out. Are you grabbing that cat and saying, I'm going to find your way? I think it's a stray cat that wandered in just being a stray cat. I'm not thinking it's yeah. somebody's house cat and I'm going to take it to the vet because it probably has a micro trip
2: in it and I'm going to find out who the owners are. I think that's so crazy to me. Unless this cat was acting in such a way that would make you think it's not a stray cat. Like, maybe he had a little collar on. Maybe he was super friendly yeah. and, like, coming up, you know? Billy, you have a cat. I know you were not a cat guy, but you love your cat.
0: I have two
1: cats now, actually. You have two cats now, and you yeah. were not a cat guy before this, am no, I right? I
0: never, never liked cats until uh, I started dating my wife. And when we moved in together, she was like... uh it actually was like a, a gift idea. I was like, "Hey, for like our anniversary or something, I was like i I'll, I'll I'll let you get a cat." It wasn't even like, I'll <laughs> get you the cat. It was just like, "I'll <laughs> let you have a cat." And then we ended up getting a cat, our first cat, and then uh yeah, I became a huge cat guy, and then when I got home from this past deployment, we ended up getting another one this past uh this December.
1: Oh, new cat, and that's how much yeah. I know Billy, just for everyone out there. like <laughs> and- do you think? Your cat is surviving that trip.
0: No, my my cats my cats are so spoiled they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Like
1: I, be I feel the same out. way. And my past and, and,
0: cats. We don't let obviously our cats would never go outside because like they they're they're strictly indoor cats. They're too fucking spoiled to survive the, the outside climates of the world. Do they have microchips in them? Yeah, I think yeah yeah our first cat came with already was microchipped, and then our second cat we got him microchipped when he got uh fixed so if they did survive, you could get them back home yeah so yeah, I definitely. think
1: we should be grabbing all the cats off the shipping containers and microchipping them back home. I think this is great <laughs> and the end of the article says that uh some non profit pet organization paid for the flight home for the cat because they wanted to get it back to the owner so that, that what a what
2: a story what a story did they spring for fucking first class for my guy panda or what i fucking hope so panda the tuxedo cat imagine all right imagine you're a cat though right and you're like all right what's the worst that could happen i'm gonna get in the shipping container worst case scenario at least in america travel (laughs) is you end up in alaska now <laughs> like well, like talking about Washington, all the—it's not the craziest thing. Like if you were in New Jersey and you ended up in Washington, you're like,
1: "What the fuck just happened?" It's cold. There's bears. I don't know. But
2: ending up in Washington is about a thousand <laughs> times I feel like more convenient than yeah. being in Alaska. Alaska is so fucking far away, even from Washington. You said he he went how far? How many miles 2, is that? Oh, Two thousand. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah,
1: no, that's okay. still so. From here into North Carolina, I remember Billy, we used to do this drive all the time. That was 530 (laughs) miles. So you're talking about that three times. Yeah, that's fucking far. Well, three times would be 1,500.
2: Isn't that what you said? No, 2,500. Oh, 2,500. Six times. Jesus (laughs) fucking. That's fucking wild. (laughs) Yeah, that's nuts. That's like here to the Florida Keys, probably, or something like that. It's far. Yeah, and especially because Alaska, there's no, like, is there really, like, a good way to travel to Alaska? I feel like it's not like, oh, I'm, this is like, going to be one flight. Like, this cat was doing layovers. He was staying over <laughs> in, in hotels, talking to God knows who, what kind of, what kind of bad cats are, are on these journeys, you know? These are the questions that you need to ask.
1: The best way to go to Alaska is go to Russia and then look at Sarah Palin's house and then go over that way.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think <laughs> if you if, Alaska. If, if you're in Russia and you have a flashlight and do it three times, she'll do it back and send a boat over to you. <laughs> Sarah, it's me again. <laughs> Sarah, can you get my cat? Oh, <laughs> the panda again, the shipping container again. <laughs> oh, no, All that's funny. Right. I'm going to call our good friend Alec. Yes. And we're going to hear Alec's sports fact of the day. Here we go. Let's get him on the board.
0: Alec's sports fact
2: of the day.
1: All right. So, Bill, I know you're new here. Alec is uh, a big Jets fan like yourself and a Mets fan. So, he's the worst type of person. Yeah, and uh, we one. ask. Yeah, we ask him for any kind of sports factor, then we talk about whatever he says. It's usually really, really bad, so we're just going <laughs> with it.
2: Probably about Steve Cohen or something. Hello. The man of steel. What's going on? Uh nothing. We're here uh on the cast uh with our friend Billy and we are dying to know what your sports fact of the day is. Uh, from Billy? from from the West Coast. Yes, yeah, from the West Coast. West Coast. Who's Billy? Billy is Mike's friend from the Marines, slash uh, Army. Hello,
1: Billy. Um, well, sorry, we sports facts of the day. Tell Schwenke he's absolutely getting fucked on in fantasy right now.
2: Hey, Mike, you're getting fucked on in fantasy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My entire yeah, team Mike is on
1: the IR. <laughs>
0: uh, a hurt Calvin Ridley, who is uh, listed as out today.
1: Mm, he was good. actually questionable this We're morning, so... Team, but, um, for the sake of saying with football right now, you know I root for the Jets, right, Paul?
2: Oh, yeah. I think I think we all know that. I
1: didn't know that. You know, you know the Jets are really bad, right? Uh, yes. They're yeah.
2: probably the worst team currently I've seen in my entire life.
1: In your life? Yeah. But you know how they're probably going to go 0-16, right? Yes. Did you know that there was actually 11 teams in
0: American football history that's including... NFL prior that, 11 teams have never had a, 11 teams have had a winless season
2: Say that one more time
0: 11 <laughs> teams in American football history have gone winless in a season
2: Are okay. they all the Jets? No, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
2: know that the Browns did it not that long ago The did. Uh, Dolphins they did, they did mean, it too it, they? there was a lot of
1: other teams beforehand. I didn't know there was 11, I looked it up and I'm You know what, the Jets will be one of 12 teams to make history
2: Mm. that's actually a lot that's 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 more than i thought there would be
1: it's a lot
2: yeah well uh sorry it looked like antonio gibson was just about to score um <laughs> Did he? no he didn't wait alec uh you said you're fucking on mike in fantasy right yes yeah. can you tell us a little bit about your lineup uh yeah ma- okay i hung up on him um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, Billy, talking about the Jets,
1: Billy might be a bigger, uh, I can't say that because is pretty terrible, but Billy has season tickets to the Jets, so yeah. we have the red guest on for Jets talk, but um, was it the, Do- or the Dolphins win their last game when they almost went to win one.
0: They finished 1-15. They were 1-15. Fi- I think in like 2007 or something?
1: Yeah, it was like Jason Taylor was there. I just remember that, but as, as I said that, I was like, I think they won the last game and it was a big deal. So yeah. yeah, the Browns went zero and sixteen recently, right? Yep, yep. I think they're the last team to do yeah.
0: it. I want to say the Lions maybe too.
1: They were but really the bad. Lions John
0: Kinnan years. Couple... Yeah, John kidna
1: John Kidna like guaranteed the playoffs the following year after not or after going zero sixteen. There was some <laughs> controversy with like some stupid comment like that by him.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are fact checking Alec right now, okay. and. In terms of the NFL, these are a list of teams that have done it. The Cleveland Browns in 2017, mm-hmm. the Detroit Lions in 2008, okay. Baltimore Colts in 82, Bucks in 76, Cowboys in 60, and then from there on, it starts to become like these Fugats teams, like the Brooklyn Tigers. That's I'd like, like an AFL league. or that's yeah.
1: before the NFL was a thing.
2: Uh, then it says card slash pit, the merger between the Cardinals. Oh, that was during World War II. Oh, yeah. Alec also told us that fact. Yeah. Wow. The
1: Cardinals and and Steelers made one team because everybody was gone in the World War II.
2: Yeah. Fun fact. (laughs) And then the rest are like, you know, whatever teams. But I think Alec is actually right. Wow. That's incredible. Which is, you know, rare for, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, for a facts segment, you know. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say?
1: There was something. I I believe the Cowboys started in 1960. So I think the year you said the Cowboys went undefeated or winless. I mean, I think that was their first year of existence.
2: Yeah. The, oh yeah. You're quote, right. It's his debut quote
1: season. Quote me on that. Oh wow. Okay. So quote me on that. <laughs> that was just a guess. There you go. Not a guess, but I, I thought it was that year. And um. But you know what's something to be said? Uh, before the, what was it, the 2008
2: Lions? Uh-huh. There was like yeah. a
1: 30 year gap in that. And now we're about to have like
2: three in like 10 years, right? Or 12 years, I guess? Well, 2008, 2017. And then if the Jets do end up going winless, which it certainly looks like they will. <laughs> yeah, there's like a 90% uh, chance. So there'd yeah, be I like. Would
0: bet, I would bet my life on it.
2: Yeah.
1: There's about three teams in the past yeah. years, but before the last one before that was like 30 years. I think that's something to take note of. I don't know.
2: So like pretty much every day uh my roommate Mr. Steve will will put on Michael K and like Rosenberg and the other guy uh and they always have Sam Darnold come on on Mondays.
0: Yeah, he has like, his own segment.
2: Yeah, and the last week the other guy uh, who's on it, Dom... Dom LaGreca. Yeah. It was right before Sam Donald was coming on, and he was so fucking mad, because he's like, <laughs> he, he's like, this guy just comes on and says the same shit every single week. I don't even know what to ask him. He's like, all he's going to do is come on here and say that he needs to play better. He needs to play better. What about throwing Adam Gase under the bus? And he keeps like screaming, and then sure enough, Sam Donald comes on and was just like, pretty much blaming, like, himself the whole time. And then he leaves, and everyone's like, what is with this with no one on the Jets refusing to say anything bad about Adam Gase? Like, even, even the GM came on after and said, and then the GM said it was all his fault. And then they were like, I feel like Adam Gase has, like, everyone hypnotized where, like, they're not allowed to say, like, anything bad <laughs> yeah. about him or, like, even imply that, oh, you know, maybe the coaching needs to be a little bit better. Sam Darnold was like, "No, it's only my fault that we're doing bad." Then again, do you want, especially if, if Sam Darnold's playing? It sounds like they want to trade him,
1: or like if Trevor Lawrence is coming, whatever. Sam Darnold's playing for a future of his of himself at this point, not for the Jets. Do you want to sign a guy who is throwing on uh, uh throwing under the bus a head coach, even though every the world knows Adam Gase sucks, right? Sam Darnold still is pretty decent. Do you want to sign a guy who is while he is active on that team, telling you his head coach sucks, I don't I think, think he needs. It, it's hard to have a. He doesn't, but at the same, even applying it, I think he's looking at the idea of being the bigger man in the situation. If he said it, he sucked on a radio show, does that make him any better or worse? It honestly makes him look worse because he's blaming somebody else. I think a better quarterback will take the blame even when he's not to blame. And just and just yeah. go on to the next year and just cut the losses. Because he knows next year he's not going to be under Adam Gase. So just fucking be the bigger man and move on. I I think that's yeah. the idea. I think it's more on – I love Michael K's show. But I think it's more on the Michael K's show saying you give him a segment every like week. They're a winless team. What do you expect him to say? Do you expect controversy yeah. to come up from him? He's not a controversial yeah. player. He's not going to do that. It's just yeah. stupid I on think- the segment.
2: I think what they want him to at least say is be like, at least be like, yeah, you know, there's a few things we could do better. We could like be running better routes. We could be scheming better, but he's always just like, yeah, I just need to start executing more. It's like, yeah, that's the only thing that needs to happen. Yeah. you know, is
0: I, I feel so bad. I really do feel so bad for Sam Darnold because I think he is a good quarterback as a Jets fan. I will say like, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he just got thrown into a really, really piss poor situation with the jets. And I think he's going to have, a, I think he's going to have success. I just, I know it's not going to be with the jets and I hope, you know, I hope he gets a shot elsewhere, uh, you know, after this year and, and can really prove it somewhere else. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel bad for him, but it it I like what you said, Mike, like, he, he's not going to throw Adam Gates under the bus. He's he's shown over his you know over his career with the Jets that he is he holds himself as a professional and and, and he's going to just keep taking the blame for himself and, and keep his you know <clears throat> keep his uh. So uh, other other coaches or other organizations be willing willing to sign him? I think after this year or willing to trade for him. I think because he'll still be under contract, so they have to trade him. The Cowboys. I yo, know, I'll funny take you say him because, tomorrow. I have been saying for the past two weeks, ever since Dak got injured, I was like, "Why are Why are we not trading Sam to the Cowboys? Like, they got the they. I think they have like the hot dog, uh, you know, the hot dog cart person playing quarterback for the Cowboys today. Like the water boy <laughs> or something is. I don't even know uh, who this guy uh, is. He's playing. Gilbert, <laughs> He's playing no, the,
1: the kid from uh, he played for the Jacksonville before.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, Gilbert or something. I don't know. Either way. Either way, um, he should be the hot dog guy. Yeah. He's probably better suited for that job.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I like Sam. I think in, in such terrible times, he's shown – actually, even this year with the terrible team, he's shown pretty amazing highlights. I mean, they're they're here and there every so often, yeah. but makes plays happen, and he's on the worst team in football. And I don't know. I think he's got a- –
0: It's funny. I was literally, like, cursing him up and down, and then the following game was against Denver where he had, like, that – 50 yard scramble touchdown, like right in the, the first drive of the game or whatever that was. And I was like, hell yeah, Sam Darnold. I, I take back everything I said. He's the fucking man. He's the quarterback. I love Sam Darnold. <laughs> but now, but now I'm like all about Trevor Lawrence. Like, go in 16 and give me Trevor Lawrence. Like I'm I'm tired of this.
1: What what do you feel about Julio Jones? Oh no, 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 not Julio Jones. Who was the big wide receiver for the Falcons? And then he retired. Uh the Falcons?
0: Oh, Keyshawn Sean Johnson, it. what he was saying?
1: No, no. There but there was one big wide receiver. He used to play for the Falcons. I can't remember. Um, he came out and said Trevor Lawrence would deny if the Jets go 0-16 and look to sign I, I know. here. I I
0: I heard that and in today's age of like <clears throat> like guaranteed money and how much money like an overall draft, a first overall pick is set up to make. You don't risk that, like you don't gamble it on going to play another season at at your college. Like maybe years ago, when the guaranteed money wasn't as crazy as it is now. But look at the—I I like to use the example of like Johnny Manziel. Like, look at Johnny Manziel. He obviously his NFL career didn't pan out very well. Um, but when he was the first overall, he was the first overall pick, right? Johnny Manziel to
2: Cleveland. no, He, no. Was he went, went like twenty-second.
0: No, really? oh, that far.
1: He was like down because I thought the Cowboys were going to take him. He dropped to the hey, Cowboys pick right. at like 20. And the Cowboys, I was shocked that he didn't. I was shout out at Jacksonville, North Carolina. I watched his draft in Twin Peaks right outside base. Hell yeah. <laughs> but the Cowboys passed him at like round, uh, I think, pick 20. I think he went 22 to the Browns, right? Um Because the Cowboys took Travis Frederick that year, I believe. Um mm-hmm. But Either no, he went, he went late in the first round. He kept he passing, first, kept passing out. He
0: was a first-round pick. Obviously, first-round picks, you're going to make a significant amount of money mm-hmm. um, in your first contract. And Johnny Mansell is still living very comfortably today, and he's been out of the NFL for however many years. I don't know if you follow him on like social media, but like he still looks like he's living a pretty lavish life, probably living off some of that money he's made in his first—exactly, Money Mansell— um, so I don't think as as a as, and you got a, you know a first overall pick obviously the money that you're going to make is is going to be insane um and I don't think that's something you're willing to gamble for for injury or dropping dropping your draft stock um, yeah I I don't think that that's going to happen I think it's just something that people want to talk about but no matter who you go to if you're the first overall pick you're going to go to a piss poor organization mm-hmm. I mean like you know Joe Burrow and the Bengals. The Bengals are are, were, are still pretty bad, except but for he's Joe so Burrow. light. He's doing yeah, good. No, Joe Burrow is, is a he's starting. You can see he's a good quarterback, and hopefully he can turn it around. But aside from Joe Burrow, like that, that organization, that team is still pretty bad. You know, like they they they're pretty bad, um, and he's keeping them in games, but they obviously really can't. I, they had like that one player, I forget his name, who like put his house on the market like a couple weeks ago, like right after the game. <laughs> They're, I think one of the defensive Fuck it, players, I'm like, leaving. Yeah, and he like put his house on the market. He's like, fuck this. Like, I'm out. Like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't think you gamble that.
1: <laughs> to fact check myself, it was, it was Roddy White who said that. Roddy yes, White. Yes. Oh,
2: yes. Roddy White. What a name.
1: Yeah. And um, there was something else I was going to fact check. Roddy White. I don't know. I forget. But Roddy White. Roddy White is the Falcons wide receiver who said that he should not go uh, to the draft and go back to Clemson. But, um,
2: yeah, that's that. Should we do some uh, meme economy?
0: Meme economy. Turn those machines back on. It's the meme economy.
2: Paul, what do you got? Do you got anything? I actually don't. I was looking forward to, to hearing yours. Yeah, um, my only meme economy this week. Wait, let me pull up my thing.
1: I was thinking just uh the overall perspective of the memes against Nevada counting. Oh yeah, that's a classic. There, <laughs> there's about a billion of them. I don't I don't know like off the top of my head. Being the hu- uh, like a huge Office fan, um, what did I post? I posted something. Uh, fuck, I'm blanking. I don't know. I'm getting a little drunk right now. And I'm starting to forget everything I meant to talk. <laughs> about. But anyway, oh no, you wait, Paul. I know you like Zootopia, right? I love Zootopia. The movie Zootopia, <laughs> the uh the animated movie with the sloth scene at the DMV. But it was, um this loss being Nevada uh the ballot counters of Nevada and just being that whole scene where he's like oh and like all slow, mm. but it's like, yeah you know, the Nevada counters um but yeah stuff like that i don't know
2: i'm pretty I sure they're still the not even trending
1: right now they're not they're they're not even done yet i think the one that uh, officially uh made it happen was was it Pennsylvania or or Georgia but it's finished
2: yeah georgia's not done yet
1: either yeah, Nevada's still fucking, I feel like Nevada, this is my perspective, I told Lindsay this last night, or two nights ago, but I was like, I think Nevada actually screwed up from the beginning, and they were totally off on their counting, and they didn't want to, to say it to the media and be like, yeah, we, we don't know. <laughs> like We're like, <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, 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 we're we're still counting, we're still counting, guys, and they wanted one of the other states to finish, because <laughs> they were like, hey, <laughs> we're just going to push this it on somebody. be else. up to us. Yeah, we fucked everything up over here, so, like, somebody else take the fucking blame at this point.
2: It's funny, I I remember, I'm not sure if it was Nevada or one of the other ones, but it's like, I was watching uh, the news and they were counting it, and they were like, well, um, Nevada, we won't know until tomorrow, because all, like, the poll workers had the day off for, like, an administrative day, it's like, today of all days of day off? <laughs> like what the fuck why not just move it to next week uh
1: one of the things i saw was so i covered the election as public affairs because the guard was helping out count ballots um i covered the election in jersey and i started in um monmouth county they started at uh 8 30 in the morning but they had to be there at eight whatever like first ballot open started work at 8 30 and then I went over to Ocean County for the night shift and they went from five o'clock at night until midnight and they counted all throughout the night. They Then they left and it was the only off hours from was midnight until 830 in the morning. Right. So <clears> they, were, they were doing a good a good amount of, you know, like, get it done, get it done. Uh, I think two nights ago, Nevada called it at 4 p.m. and said we're coming back tomorrow to finish and it's like 4 p.m. like they didn't even work a full day like in what world does like business stop at four like at least five give me six but this is the biggest news in the fucking world and they call it at 4
2: p.m. and say see you later guys life moves a little slower in nevada (laughs) we take our time I need to move to Nevada. That's the fucking life out there. It's
1: everyone's Sunday <laughs> driving. Everyone's on that Sunday stroll. And it's it's every day.
2: Need that shit. But yeah, there have been a lot of good ones with that. The office one was really funny. It like worked out perfectly. Where like it's
1: uh I'm trying to remember and I can't.
2: It it's 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 the scene where they need to pick a new manager and Jim comes out and is like Trying to tell them like what the story is, but they all keep jumping in and like trying to change the course of it and th- <laughs> and then Andy is like, Is there anyone who was a little maybe underwhelming at first, but maybe now seems like a good choice and it like under it it said like Biden, <laughs> and then it was like <laughs> Dwight was like and then like and then it said like Dwight was like Trump and uh and jim comes out and he's like well you know we still need to decide who the new manager is going to be and dwight's like well it's not completely up to you is it and then like, that's like <laughs> <trouble>. <laughs>
1: this
2: one made me laugh too it was uh when when
1: Michael's dating pam's mom and she's mm-hmm. like mad at him and like scolding him in the uh in the break room and she's like, it, it says on Pam's face, the rest of America, fucking count faster on Pam. And then it's Michael's face, and it says Nevada on him. And it says, you know what? I'm going to start counting even slower now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's when Michael said, like, I'm
2: going to date her even harder now or something like <laughs> that. I
1: think it's like that line. He's like, stop dating my
2: mother. I'm going to date her even harder. <laughs> and then Pam's like, what does that mean? And he's like, you know exactly what it means. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, there's an office like meme for everything. Like I started to figure out, like every time I'm fawning out, I don't know. There's just new polls, new, new fucking trending things about the election. It's, there's a new office meme for every episode of The Office. There's something to be said with this. <laughs> Bill, are you an Office fan?
0: Yeah, I've I've watched I've watched uh, the whole series before. I haven't watched it in a while though. I binged it a couple years ago, like the whole thing, because I I was tired of everybody always talking about it, and I'm like, I've never seen it. And then eventually, I I just binged the whole thing on Netflix. Yeah, it's a
1: it's for real. That's life, right there.
0: It's <laughs> yeah. the real deal. No, it's funny. the
1: hype. <laughs> it's the real deal. Okay. <laughs>
2: right.
1: Well, that's all the segments. Um, yeah, I mean. Bill, what do you
0: got to say about it? <laughs> this is a good time.
1: It's a good time.
0: T- it's good excuse to start drinking at two o'clock.
1: <laughs> now that's yeah. that's that's just why we do it. We're generally <laughs> a Thursday night crew. This is a two, you know, it's a Sunday fun day, and we started started at two o'clock. Uh, other trending news: RIP Alex Trebek died oh, yeah, to a morning. king. Oh my god. And me and Lindsay we've been watching Jeopardy. So there's Jeopardy on Netflix now and we watch it almost every night and have a really good time with that. So it's almost like a a hard time to hear this because we're very invested in Jeopardy these days. So so trending that on the sad note, RIP to that that king. Wow. Who 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 is going to replace him, you think? Ken Jennings, I think, is in line to replace him.
2: What? Really? Yeah,
1: Yeah. Ken Jennings. So he started full-time with Jeopardy, actually, earlier this year to be like the on... He's like some correspondent. I guess he does some of the... You know, when they do like the video questions, he was supposed to be like the full-time guy, I think, this year. And he was supposed to be working with them. Honestly, I think they had this set up for him to take over. I don't know this for sure. This is me just speculating. But he started working with Jeopardy full-time at the beginning of this year. You know, a year after Alex said he had, you know, cancer and everything. So I think they were like kind of setting it up for him to take over. That's my yeah. that's my sense. Mm, I believe that makes that sense. What I believe to be true. I would love to see Ken Jennings take over. I don't think anyone's replacing Alex Trebek. But if anyone would be, I think he's the most famous person
2: to do it on the Jeopardy spectrum.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, I think that wraps up the episode.
1: A special Veterans Day episode. Special
2: Veterans Day. (laughs)
0: Shout out to the veterans.
1: Thank you for your service, Bill.
2: Thank you for your service.
1: Thank you, Bill. But I've never went anywhere. So, Bill, wait, you said earlier in the episode when you got back from your last appointment, Tell me, where did you just get back from? It was back in January now, I think? It was actually a while ago. Yeah,
0: I got back almost a year ago to the day now. I got back right after last Thanksgiving. Um Deployed with the with the with the National Guard to Djibouti, Africa. Which, yes, that is a real country for anybody listening. You can look it up. Um, and I was there for about nine months, um, and it is the worst place probably on planet Earth. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a country probably about the size of New Jersey, um, on the east coast of Africa, located like just north, I believe, of Somalia. Um, but yeah, it it was a miserable nine months for sure.
1: <laughs> nice. And you wait, I you went to Kuwait in that time, right? You went to
0: yeah, I went to Kuwait for like I want to say a month um, just to do a course, and then came back to Africa. So Kuwait, right. I actually enjoyed Kuwait more than Africa. It's a pretty sweet sweet place to be deployed.
1: <laughs> Shout out Kuwait, we love that place. Um, and in the Marines, you did you did what eight months in. After- Afghanistan, Afghanistan,
0: I did a, a now it was about <clears throat> I want to say it was about five or six months. It was supposed to be a seven month deployment, but they cut it a little short. Okay. So yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's Billy's time in the military. And and thank you for your service. My my time is I've been to North Carolina, I've been to New Jersey. So <laughs> I take
2: pictures, man. <laughs> you gotta check but, out Nevada, man. Uh, yeah
0: I really got.
1: I saw Morocco for like thirty days. That was sweet <laughs> all right, but hey Billy, thanks for coming on. Thank you for your service. Glad you're back. Shout out to the next. What are we up to? like fourteen years in the in the guard hopefully for yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously long time
1: yeah we got we got we got a hall left in the guard together and and uh yeah, and we'll end it with a little bit of Hey, my fellas, go check on your friends.